Hello and welcome back, Lap of Luxury podcast listeners. Uh, we're on to part two. I just put my fingers up. It's showing two. Anyways, uh, welcome back to part two of Bumble Beginnings with Hannah and Speed. Speed and Hannah, whichever you prefer. Uh, we start this one off with a bit of discussion, uh, friendly debate, uh, over some of the, or really more specifically, one of the amendments in our Constitution. I'm probably guessing you can figure out which one, or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, then we move on to some preferences and biases. And when those start to cross over between the two and how you can get yourself in the hot water with that, uh, there's plenty of other things to stay tuned in for as well. So um, stay engaged, listen in, and turn up the volume, that is. You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. The, let me, here, I'll give you my opinion uh, on, you want to talk about, it's antiquated to think that uh, uh, some civilian rebel force can't overthrow the government. To that sort of thing. <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up, but well, yes. no. I mean, it's a valid. No, no. I feel. I feel a like. Valid point. I feel it's, like you should. You still need to defend yourself right? mm-hmm. because anything crazy shit could happen, right? Yeah. But I feel like that was made so so more back in the day when that happened more often, where mm-hmm. the government was very well, controlling. When yeah. The technology for guns was so different too. Yeah. That's right. Well, here's the argument for that: is people say, "Oh, the Second Amendment was for muskets," you know, and black powder rifles and it wasn't for modern machine guns, you know? Well, the First Amendment, is that only for pen and quill and paper and, and parchment? It's not, does that not apply to the internet? And in a lot of ways, we're seeing it's not. Now with all any, you know, things are classified as hate speech, especially over Great Britain. The guy has the video where he says, he had the Hitler documentary on TV, and he, the guy says, Hail Hitler, and the pug puts its paw up. And is <laughs> oh, that offensive? Yeah. Completely, yes. It's very offensive. Uh, he meant it as a joke, and now that guy's facing jail time for what he meant as a joke, you know? And so maybe we're seeing in the internet age that we're, we are possibly losing some of our freedom of speech. I don't know. It's And that's not a good thing. There, yeah, there's some freedom of sensitivity speech. issues that yeah, come up a but, lot of times. I mean, you look at... Why do we have the Second Amendment, you know, for gun rights? It was for citizens to preserve their freedom against an oppressive, tyrannical government. Right. And we say, oh, well, we'll never need that in America. We're the United States of America. We'll never have that. Well, look at Germany in the, tw- in the 20s. They were a democracy, you know, similar uh, ideas and religion and, and things, similar people, you know, industrialized nation. And they probably thought, oh, we'll never have to worry about anything like that. We have democracy now, you know, and uh, freedom of speech and all these things. And then you have uh, a guy that says all all these promises. I'm going to rebuild. You know, they have a bad time with the economy, not only with World War I repaying all the debt to France and everybody, but then the Great Depression hit them even worse. As bad as it is here in the United States, it hit them ten times worse in Germany. Then it's a populist movement. Yeah, and it becomes a populist movement, and everyone's – people don't have jobs. They're hungry. They're worried, and that's when people get scared, and then you have somebody who comes in and says, oh, I'll make everything better, and then they deliver on that at first with the economy's good, we're going to have our pride, rebuild our military, but then what did Hitler do? He took away all the guns. Well, first, even before that, he said, we need to register all the guns. That way we can, if there's a crime, then we can say, oh, this came from this gun, and we know who has guns, so we can do that. And they thought, oh, that's only for criminals. That's a good idea, and everyone registered their guns. And then the government now knew where everybody had guns, and they said, okay, we're going to take away all the guns now, and then it's 
they let them take the guns. And then next thing you know, oh, we're going to come after the Jews and other minorities and have death camps. And they didn't think they had death camps, but they did. You know, the average German person at first probably didn't realize they had death camps. And then later, I'm sure they knew. And there was a lot of guilt there. But now you have the Holocaust and millions of people are being killed. Worst case scenario, we think it would never happen here in the United States. But they thought it would never happen in Germany either. Yeah. At first, what, you know? I, my, my question is like, but what's going to stop them from, like, say that you have them, um, have, they have guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. What's going to stop the, like, what was go, what was going to stop the German military machine from just thrashing? You're right. That's a good question. And you can so, say the United States military, we have tanks, we have the atomic bombs and bombers and jet fighters. Like how, how's a, all the just intel. people. Yeah. yeah how is that going to stand up to that? I think part of it would be in any sort of, you know, if there was a tyrannical government, you'd have to have part of the military support the population against the leader. But the other thing, you look at the IRA, okay, underground terrorist group. But it was, how long were the troubles? 30, 40 years where, you know, it was was Great Britain. Yeah, and Great Britain had an army, you know, a first world advanced army but they're fighting this guerrilla campaign for 40 years and eventually they got to a political settlement for a stalemate, but, or not a stalemate, but a ceasefire. But you look at that ISIS, it's the same thing. Yeah. These guerrillas, just a bunch of guys with guns and they beat the Iraqi army that had American tanks and, and guns and equipment and helicopters, and they took over almost fair, half the country. I don't yeah. think that's a fair maybe not. because you're talking of like, yeah, maybe you're not. looking at a, I'm not, they're not a third world country by any stretch of mm-hmm. imagination, but their organization and their loyalties, like it's just yeah. a different part of the, it's just a different part of the world. And they don't have the expertise and stuff. Yeah, right. that's like, true. It's, right. Like we have, we're very tied into an ideology versus being over there, it's, it's a different form of ideology. That's why us going over in those countries and trying to establish uh, democratic um, states hasn't quite, at least our version of democratic states, hasn't quite panned out the way we thought it would just because it's a, it's a completely different ideology. Just like I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't try to go, like if I was a, a mayor in, or a governor of Texas, I wouldn't try to apply things that work in New Jersey to Texas, just like I wouldn't try to apply things that work in Texas to California. Mm-hmm. It's just a different mentality. Exactly. So it's very, it's, it's, it's d- difficult. You can want those things. And the reason I say all this, is, I kind of divulge or diverge a little bit, but in those, and as far as like the German example, let's go back to like the revolutionary war example. Mm-hmm. It was a different type of fight. It was a lot of, honor and like you could have it where a how many people lived in britain you know and you come you have look how many people lived in america at that time mm-hmm. you could kind you're kind of at least people wise who's going to fight you have basically a nation of fighters versus you know an invading small army versus now you have essentially a nation of fighters a nation of uh or an equivalent amount of personnel to mm-hmm. a nation going to go into a fight versus you know a bunch of just you know country people so it's it's very difficult like i see the point and i think there are some good things to be gleaned from 
those and uh, from lessons in history, like like, like you're saying, like the German one, mm-hmm. or you're um, you're talking about the IRA versus Britain, or even you could go into like the FARC rebels versus um, the rest of the, the Colombian government. There's things to be gleaned from it, but it's this is a hard, always the hard part about politics is it's all saying I think this was work, and you can never like no one can ever push this forward and say. Let's try it. Like, no one wants yeah, to say it. It's, a, hypo- it's a hypothetical, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and... It went one way here, it wouldn't necessarily go yeah, away. it's a that way, that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the good part is, like, being able to have, like, a dialogue. I think that's where yeah. the key, that's kind of where you get the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but, dialogue is yeah, but the, yeah, the intent is, is if you have a, a democratic, free population mm-hmm. that's armed, the government will respect the people's rights. Yeah. They and, won't and, try. Yeah, the they intent. won't try and take away their rights then, and the people have a means to protect them, so... But I'm, I, a fan, I was, I'm a fan of that. I was reading a book about how uh, of Vladimir Putin's rise, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. It's like the people were vulnerable. They wanted somebody who was strong mm-hmm. to come up, and then that, that's what happened. And before you know it, he's has a term for like 36 years. Yeah. You know well, yeah. Yeah, he, to be fair, he had a break in between. Yeah. He, where he was like, he became the, the prime minister. The prime prime minister, minister yeah. And then and the he president, the yeah. yeah. I'm not exactly sure they have a prime minister and a president. Yeah. Yeah. He had men, but men he had all the powers to yeah, yeah. be his, his puppet or whatever while he was the... Real quick, before, all right, you guys have any reattacks on that one? Because I got something that you brought up, and right. I actually made me think of something else. Because you talked about um, like the the guys at the Hail Hitler and the pup races yeah. or whatever. So, and you're like, where, what's the line? So, I basically I wrote this down. I gotta see if I can articulate it. But yeah, it's like how do you so how do you toe that line of knowing what you like? And just being prejudiced. So, example, <laughs> okay, like... It, no, I know what you mean. Or so, what you, like, laugh at, you're saying? No, no, well, not laugh, like, not necessarily laugh at, but, you, or, yeah. Are you talking, like, what your preference in like women anything. or whatever? Like, it could be, yeah. yeah, it could be in women, or it could be just, um, like, I like this type of car, mm-hmm. and somebody else, you know... So like first example, you know, like, oh, I'm, attra- like, I'm attracted or not attracted to uh, blondes, you know, mm-hmm. okay. Then you go a little bit further and say, okay... I am or not attracted to, you know, thicker women. Like, okay. And go even further, like, I am or am not attracted to, you know, a certain skin color. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, you know, like, if, if I was to say, you know, I'm not attracted to Mexican women. This is just all... Um, Hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yeah. I love women of all races. <laughs> Race and nation. And Nobody likes women yeah. more than yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes women more than I do. I, I'm saying... No, it's like women the best. I'm like, I'm like John Tucker, you know, girl is my type. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but like, think like if you, if you're honest, like say I don't, I'm not attracted to Mexican women, we'll just say. It's just like, it's not that I don't like Mexican women, it's just I'm not attracted to them. So where is it, like, how do you draw the line and like what is, where it, where does it, like where can you say this person is like prejudiced yeah. or is mm-hmm. this person... Um, just they just just not get their go. I think it's uh, you're talking about basically preferences versus being biased, right? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's you become biased when you exclude someone just because of a certain characteristic. You know what I mean? Would like, you exclude like what about your Tinder profile? So you say you you swipe and you're like no no doesn't I'm not attracted to that. Just swipe. I'm exclude if you if you could exclude that. If you're aware aware enough to exclude that, or even if one like some dating website says you know you list your um, 
your, your favorite uh, activities, your ethnicity or something, oh. and, you, oh, right. and you could pick religions. Yeah, yeah. Like if you oh, pick, yeah, exactly. Out. There you go. Yeah. Religions even is it probably even better argument. Like you know, um, you know, I don't, you know, for instance, like say, I don't want to date a Christian, so you throw those out, mm-hmm. and it's just like oh, I, just, I just don't want to. At what point are you being like? Are you being prejudiced against them? Like, is it intent or is it because the the mere fact that you pulled them out of your filters? Is that? I guess I'm a bigot now, huh? I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult. Yeah, it, it is tough. It's yeah. A yeah. Slope there. yeah. I think you I don't have know, preferences, I don't know. but like I said, like as soon as like if you start liking a girl and then she like says like let's say you wanted her to be Catholic mm. and she's like Jewish. Nah. If you say like, oh, you're Jewish, goodbye. Yeah. You know, it's like a go, no go kind of thing. Yeah. A lot, then I a think lot that's of people, biased. well, a lot of people have done that in history too. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that, yeah, it's a slippery slope. That's Hitler, what, Hitler when he was on Tinder. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, that's different though because that's something that you found out after. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, that one's that one's easy. Like you can't see Christianity mm-hmm. like when you're just walking around, like unless somebody's like wears a cross or something. I don't know. Um, right. But. It's easy to say, like, again, like, if you say, I don't like blondes, then you just, like, you're like, I'll be friends with you, but I, I'm never going to date you. You're saying, like, saying that because you're just not attracted to them. You yeah. know, or if, like, it's a, a bigger woman and, like, like, oh, I think you're cute, but I don't like you, really, because I'm not into bigger women or something. Anything like that. What point are you being, because to that person, they'd be like, oh, you just don't like me because I'm thinking, like, no, I'm just, I can't help, like, I think you're a great person. I just can't be attracted to you or like I'm not I can't be I'm just not so to this person like you know maybe it's a perception is reality I don't know I I've been trying to I've been thinking about this for a long time it's a very tough one I think when it comes down to who you're gonna date or you know enter into a consensual sexual relationship with it's you have to say this is what I want this is what I'm looking for and it's when it's at the end of the day it's your decision so Mm -hmm. If you have a preference and you don't like certain things, when it's, you know, obviously friendship's different than a relationship. Like yeah. friendship, you should be open to be friends with anybody, mm-hmm. you know, whereas where it's your partner that you're going to be in a relationship with, you can be picky on that one. I think that's okay. You mm-hmm. can say, this is what I'm looking for and I'm not looking for that. And then, uh, you know, go based off of that. Sometimes you might date somebody and then you'll change your mind. Yeah, that's you know, a, hypothetically, you're saying, you know, the person guy's saying, oh, I don't want to date a Mexican girl, and then he meets a Mexican girl and then falls for it, yeah. you know? Yeah. It just so depends. I think you can't, like, totally exclude it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still have to give right. it a chance, like mm-hmm. an open mind. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. But at the end of the day, it's your choice on who you're going to be with, mm-hmm. and you can't help who, you know, what you're attracted to and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, that's what you got to go for. Mm-hmm. Then the question, I feel like we with the last few episodes, we've been like, not strictly relationship based, but I mean, I guess it's, it's really the, what plagues us as single guys in, in our era at the age we are, maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But it's the question I think then becomes, how do you get past that point? Because it, you're certainly, you'd have to be friends almost with him at first, instead of trying to enter directly into dating because you're, if you're not attracted to that person for whatever reason you're not going to just go up and talk to them if they start talking to you maybe you're not going to give them that you're not going to reciprocate what they're putting down you know yeah i guess that's tough i mean if you are not attracted to mexican women and you'd probably never go up and talk to them but 
I think if you start becoming friends with one just mm-hmm. because you work together or something like that, and then you start to like her, you should pursue that yeah. instead of just being like, well, she's Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a great... Um, so I think it's good to have that difference in the relationship, too. Yeah. Because, you know... Opposites attract, yeah, is what I hear. Yeah, to a certain degree. I felt the same thing. I went, like, that was my whole thing. I was like, you know what? Because I feel like I'm, fr- I'm fairly liberal. So I was like, I need something like a hardcore, because like, I need, like, a... Tommy Lauren or something like to yeah, bring me back down. Yeah. And then I was that would like, be nice. And then like, I would I not. I was like, Tommy. I hate her. I we, her. we would just like have every sex all the time. It would be great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to give you some free education right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, besides this point. But yeah, uh, those, it's always, I think that's a great example like of YouTube because it didn't come up. Uh, right away and the fact that it didn't come up shows you I think you guys have open minds enough that even though you have like may have a political go no go that it wasn't the first thing right off the bat because it wasn't as important yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's really just is in a in essence it's just an ideology of a political system yeah sure we all live within a political system but there's so many other things in life that were around other than just me going <laughs> to the voting booth or what I happen to support because if you take away the big, uh, the big D or the big R, uh, big D Democrat, big R Republican, you're going to have some intermingling of ideas that you agree with and disagree with. And if you got rid of those and it's just things that you like may like beer and I don't, but that's not going to stop me from being friends. With you. So exactly. damn it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> no, and that's the thing that I hate about, like, when people are political with that, and they're like, I'm a Democrat, and then they, they just stick to everything that's Democratic. It's like, mm-hmm. you should really have a free mind. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Because that's a nice if you voted for each candidate based on the candidate, not see, on the and party. That's what's, it would be yeah. nice what, what I think is a, stuck in the two-party system now, so it doesn't matter. I think really we get pretty deep here into the political problem that we have, yeah. but... I think the biggest problem is like you can win elections based off of just like money because you just oh, put yeah. your name out there and people are like, oh, I, I'll go vote. I saw that name. I'll vote for him or mm-hmm. her, you know, uh-huh. and that's fucked up because you really got to do your own research and yeah. figure out what it's you like. It's hard to do research, especially with so many ele- like small elections. Yeah. Like, if you try to really be involved back in your hometown. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. I, I haven't been to, back to Indianapolis and like spent time there in six years. Almost. Yeah, me too. It's like I can't keep like I know some names. And I have to, like, go do research, and I yeah. end up finding, like, like, for instance, one guy, he was like, oh, he put in some, he got some bill approved where he um, <coughs> gave oh, shit, money to the, like, youth so he, they would um, fund, uh, or it would be, like, a youth program to go race in the Indianapolis 500 or something like that, or, like, encourage racing among youth. Oh, like, that's awesome. And then, like, I see the rest of this stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, man. I really don't like his bar political party. I know. Really yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then like look the other guy and it's like, eh, he's pretty much everything that I would normally agree with. But I really like the guy's program. Yeah, no, and he's no. not that bad. So what do I vote for? I don't know. The guy you like better. Yeah. 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 But I, I only liked him better because he had something with Indianapolis 500. That's like really... That's hey, great. That's, that's the top. Niche. That's the creme de la creme for me. <laughs> if, if, you got, if you got something for the Indianapolis 500, I'm I'm voting for you. But uh, well, back to what you said about you know if you have the candidate has more money, they can get more yeah. you know, airtime or commercials or whatever has a huge advantage. Is probably going to win. The other part of that is 
all the, the campaigns, like, you know, everyone go out and vote, and just generically, not saying for a party, but go out and vote, or like, vote or die, remember that one? Yeah, yeah. And encouraging people to vote, that's another, that in itself is a little bit I of a problem. I hate that, yeah. Because it's like, wait, time out, before you go vote, look up, do some research, look up who the candidates are and what the mm -hmm. issues are. And then go vote. Don't just go vote and then say so same thing. And, I, yeah, I know I that would a commercial. I know this name. I'm going to vote for that. I, I know this would never happen, but it's almost like they should publish the key topics and what each candidate like thinks about them. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. That way you could. Is like, there a website that tries to do that? There has to be. Yeah. There, sure I mean, there's always like yeah. memes or something, especially for presidential mm -hmm. or elections because it's so huge. You know. Well, there's, there's the, always you can like take something. the test where. It'll tell you your own political alignment and then mm. who your candidate is. I've done yeah, that before. Yeah, that's true. And it's like you vote on each issue yeah. on a scale like how you know how do I feel about this and then how important is this to me? Yeah, exactly. So it's like this is the thing I like. For example, I am for uh, border control and against illegal immigration, things like that. And agree, disagree. Yeah. And then how important is this to you from one to five or whatever? Mm. And you go through all like these twenty questions or however many. And then it'll say, oh, your candidate's so-and-so. Yeah. That'd be funny if, like, somebody broke into the system, no matter what you pick, it always picks the same well, person. Yeah. Really? I would have never thought That's that. That's how I'm going to get into the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Senator yeah, Ford. so if I, if I don't know enough about the candidates, I just don't vote. Yeah, like that smart. happens with me in my hometown elections. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know their names and I don't know who they are, so I just don't vote. It's oh, okay man. to leave. It's so difficult. It's okay to, to leave a yeah. box unchecked if you yeah. don't know. Like if you vote for president and senator, things you know about, and then issue one hundred and five on the their local levy or whatever, yeah. it's like I don't know what one hundred and five is. Then don't vote on it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Vote for judge so and so or judge so and so. I don't know either these people in the yeah. small town election. You know, don't yeah. vote on that one then. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm all for like uh, I'm a, not a voter die person, but I'm in my opinion, if you choose not so. If you just willfully choose not to vote, uh, kind of on the whole, I'm like, you just basically give, like, there's so many people in history that haven't had the right to mm -hmm. vote that mm -hmm. I think it's like, you don't get to say, like, I don't want to hear you complain about anything. That being yeah, said. Yeah, that's true. Like, that being said, kind of like what you were talking about, um, if you don't really, don't understand or know who you're voting for, not voting, that's okay because you're still at least making your vo voice heard on, like, something on your ballot. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. I picked this one thing that I know about everything else I don't understand. At least you're going to go do something instead of just being like, nah, I don't like any of the options. I'm just not going to do anything. Like, well, you got to vote on something. Take yeah, it. you got to be part of the that. solution. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be like, to be part of the solution, you have to do your research. I mean, that goes for like every mm -hmm. facet of life. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything you find out about, you have to do your research on. Yeah. Because I mean, there's such fake news out there and like, in the age of like data, there's also like bad data, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you should always, I mean, we have so much available to us, you should find out about everything. I mean, like sewing, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, how did you yeah. get into sewing? Uh, well, I guess I just took home ec in high school and I remembered it um, mostly. And then I just. Uh... <laughs> what sparked it recently though? Let's see, I. I oh, it's a recent? It's not like. Okay. Oh, I had a t shirt, like a bunch of old t shirts and. Uh, so I was trying to repurpose them into a quilt. Mm -hmm. So my mom had done it for me in high school, and I was like, oh, I should do it. And, you know, honestly, it's so handy to have one around just to fix, like, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but, absolutely. And they look so cool. So they do. So Those quilts with but, the yeah, I mean, I just remembered stuff. You can YouTube how to do pretty much anything these days, too. So yeah, I, absolutely. Like I, Skipper making his barn. 
Exactly. He's basically exactly. YouTube that. It's, it's, it's fucking insane. Thank you, YouTube is such a great resource. But yeah, so just kind of little projects like that. Yeah. Are, are we talk, and we talked about this before because Jasmine's wife also wants to be, but she wants to be a dry clean, like learn how to do that. Yeah, that was an insane oh, little thing that yeah. she had going. Well, I'm just, like, I've talked to more people. Like, are, right now, my thing is like watching, so reading books and watching YouTube videos. I don't watch like any yeah. Netflix at all. Yeah. Um, but. This you like the channel I've been watching recently is uh, like race proven or yeah race proven motorsports. Uh, they're like a company out of Delaware and they make like, these a lot of dope cars. And they're like had like kind of Q and A and they're just talking about what they did before like where they went to college or what they did and they're all like oh I just went to you know got like a associate's degree in like you know this kind of car whatever. And I was like, man, I want to do that so bad. Like, the more and more, like, we are talking about, like, oh, it's expensive, but like, after watching, like, more and more, I was like, man, that'd be so cool to just be, like, a mechanic. <laughs> I swear, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right? But. It's so those it's, skills and, sorry. Go ahead. It's the skills and the trades that seem to be going by the wayside, mm -hmm. too. Like, the woodworking yeah, yeah. And, and cabinetry, like, kitchen yeah. cabinetry, that's really going by the wayside. But it need, I think, you know, it still needs to stay alive. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. you might need need to charge more for it in this day and age but yeah yeah i think art is one of those things that everybody's i mean they always talk about how they struggle with uh like artists i've known a few in the past and they always say how they struggle with like you know it's you don't make any money with it because like nobody really uh supports it because right. especially like you go to the target or something and you get like a <laughs> generic painting that's like mass produced versus yeah. like something like, oh, it's really cool picture. Mm -hmm. yeah like so you, you have to have a second job if you want to it's really just kind of doing it as a hobby now. Yeah. Right, right. Unless you're really famous. What which... I realized is like art and uh, unfortunately even like entertainment like Kim Kardashian all that stupid shit <laughs> kind of pr progresses like the culture of it. Like especially mm -hmm. art like it's a way to express yourself and like let people know about movements like whatever Black Lives Matter or something like that mm -hmm. or you know what I mean? Like something that changes the culture and like how yeah. our society, you know? So that's why it's very important to support that. So yeah, yeah. My cousin went to art school and he can like just draw a picture and it looks like a photograph it's incredible dude i wish yeah. so, i wish i had that so skill, good man. it's that's, incredible that's insane. and then he can do like the scratch board where it's you scratch off the black and it's white underneath you know and that'll look like a photograph too which and you can't erase that you know it's you got he's one shot that good. and he's that good and then he he had like a couple of gigs where he'd like draw for a magazine here and there but i mean he couldn't sustain it you know it's so hard to get it a job yeah, in that today it's sad so he's an art teacher now which is awesome yeah. so i think he's you know no offense to art teachers but he's probably overqualified for that job i'm sure yeah um but I, I guess he enjoys it so that's good you know but yeah i think you should i mean you should always try to do something on the side like mm -hmm. i think everybody here is doing you know yeah. and i mean as opposed to watching tv all the time you know what I mean? <laughs> just like reading books or whatever and you know improving yourself and developing yeah. i think is important but oh for sure yeah Real quick, I need to touch on this. Speaking touch of doing it. your own research, I referenced this in the other podcast, but sometimes I just hear things and run with them. I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize what a basic bitch was. I thought it was low maintenance, oh, but it's what? actually high maintenance. Yeah. Oh high maintenance. man, you yeah. I've been fucking it up. How long did you get, live there? A while. I've been calling people basic bitches. And oh, like you trying to use it as a compliment? Like, oh, you're so yeah. you're so. Because oh, you imagine oh, the, like you go. Well, like, it happened yesterday. <laughs> Swede's uh, fiance, I called her a basic bitch. And she's like, oh my Excuse gosh. me. I'm like, What? You're low maintenance. She's like, 
No, it's the opposite. I'm like, <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, you called his fiance. Oh, you know what's funny? Like that. That's probably gonna make. She's probably gonna be like stewing on that. Cause do you remember? I apparently I don't remember saying this, but she held this <laughs> over my head for so long. But I think I was probably just like just razzing her. And I was like, oh, yeah, you Canadians, just so high maintenance. And <laughs> I, just, I just said that. Like, it's a, like I think I, I, if I remember correctly, like, I'm just passively, like, just joking. Like, and I just, like, said it to Swain, like, gave him, like, a wink or something. And uh, she, I figured out at uh, Walken's wedding, she'd been holding it over my head for, like, <laughs> this is over, like, I said this before the deployment, everything. That's so, funny. Like, a year, probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, I've been fucking up. <laughs> That's that is pretty funny. Like you go like you try to go on a date, you're like, oh wow, you're really a basic bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you're, down, yeah. you're cool. I'm like what? Did you say excuse me? This date's over. Now could have been she could have been the one. All because you, you had a confusion. Oh you no, you I... can give a woman a hundred compliments and you say one thing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I totally agree that I'm a hundred percent a basic bitch. Like two. No, two. you're so, not. like I don't take it as a. Are you though? See, this is how no, confuses me because I don't think oh, you are. 100%. Yeah, I'm pretty. I mean, good. you like Starbucks and Ugg boots, I guess. Like, I, I like wearing makeup every day. Mm -hmm. Like, my showers. I like showers. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's certain things, like, I just don't. Certain brand things. I, I mean, like. I guess when I, I think about it, I don't know. But I, I guess I've heard it like be used as a compliment before. Like, is made a certain way. I don't know. Like, there's certain uh, things, yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. It's one, it's one of those things where it's. You've kind of like turned it into a, like not a compliment, but like you can like you can use it, and it's like okay, yeah, yeah, but like if somebody was dead, dead serious, like you're a basic bitch, and you just be like, no, I'm not, <laughs> and like you get offended, but you're like oh, you can just joke around, much like other words that we won't say on uh, on the laugh of luxury, <laughs> yeah, you can apply that too. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, anything, anything no, else? Uh, so we, I meant to, I tried this on the last one, but. Our previous that was a that was a throw. That, that was that was, yeah. I almost want to save some of those topics that we used on that one. We can, yeah. We just have to we we'll reuse yeah. them because that one that one's for I don't know. That's that's a director's cut. On this one, <laughs> I don't know. So I have a few like I'll always like be listening to music and there's like one lyric like, I've heard a song about a thousand times and then the thousand first time I hear like one lyric I'm like oh shit. I was crazy. I couldn't believe like, I just he said that, and I, I didn't realize it at the time. But it got me thinking about lyrics that you can live your life by, or are there are there certain ones that like a song um, that you really like, and there's like one section or just a, just a one bar or uh, one verse that you're like, man, that's a great question or something like that. Like yeah. I know, like for me, um, in I can't remember what song it was. Uh, but it was, it was on, again, Kanye. I'm a big Kanye. Yeah, you are. <laughs> King of pop now. Um, Jay-Z, it was him and Jay-Z. He says, what would you rather be, overpaid or over, or, I'm sorry. Would you rather be underpaid or overrated? Mm. That's a good one. Thoughts? Underpaid. Underpaid, why? I'm, it's, it's kind of like that thing of um, if you'd rather, like, people know, think you did something great, but you didn't. Or you did something. Wait a minute, did I fuck that up? No, I know. No, mean. I know what you mean. Or, or, or you or did you... something great that nobody knows about. But yeah. yeah, you know. So I, I agree. I'd rather have the one where I know it. 
You yeah, know what I mean? Where you're kind I, of that's just the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd rather be underpaid if I'm understanding it correctly in the sense of I'm doing a good job. Yeah. But I'm not getting what, I'm, what yeah. I deserve. Versus being overrated. Yeah. It depends on it depends on the thing. I would rather, in that case, I would rather have done something great that nobody else knows about, but I have the satisfaction myself, other rather than getting credit for something I didn't do. But I don't want to get underpaid though. When you put money in it, that's different. So I don't want to be underpaid. I'd rather be overrated with a good salary. If you're underpaid, that means you're kind of people like look at you just like mm-hmm. take advantage of you yeah there's like there's this guy yeah, he's not that good but like mm-hmm. they don't see all the hard work you're putting in so mm-hmm. you are aware of the value you have but no one else is but if you're overrated everybody thinks you're some great person right mm-hmm. but you know you're not so do you feel more comfortable like man i'm not living up to what everybody else thinks but Everybody thinks it's so a whatever. Fuck but it. at the same time, you gotta fake it till you make it. So that's yeah. how you and perception is reality. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. perception right. is reality. I mean, I think about though, like the athletes who don't really deliver as much, but they get like paid insanely, mm-hmm. oh, and okay. it's like, who the fuck cares at the end of the day? Because <laughs> I got, yeah, I got, you got paid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like you're the number one overall draft, like draft pick, like. You know, all, anybody that got drafted by the Browns, you know what I mean, like in the last <laughs> 20 years, like, you're the number one pick or whatever, uh, or, you know, even a high pick, and you yeah. get that insane money, like a $65 million yeah. contract and signing bonus, all this, and then they're a bust, and they're terrible, and they're out of the league in two years, you know. But they have all that money, you know, yeah. I mean, like, they're set for life then, and they all they did was get drafted, and then, you know, I, that'd be fine with me. I think I agree with Port. I'd say underpaid. Under, you have to be underpaid. I, I think for for your own mental, yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah. I think I'd probably agree with that as well. Uh, but the in the inner the inner Machiavelli says be overrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking when it that. comes if it comes to something like personal, then I would like that. I would rather have my own satisfaction. But if it's work and it's business, then I'd rather be overrated. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I guess both. It's so difficult. It depends so, on the situation. Jay-Z, yeah. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, Speed. That means that you're uh, putting money as a high prize here. You know what I mean? Over your principles. Well, there's a, well, um, in a way, I guess. I mean, yeah. everyone has their price, I suppose, but... Um, yeah, you're right. What I'm saying is is that you you gotta have a job, you gotta provide for yourself, yeah. and you know, if you have a family, you gotta provide for your family. In a lot of ways, sometimes you got to make that the priority over. And I mean, we'll keep this generic. Maybe so not. What is, print, yeah. what is underpaid? Maybe not. Mean? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, maybe not. Is it a hundred thousand dollars or? But pro- you know, you got to adjust your priorities. Maybe you have a guy who wants to start a rock band and he's really good at playing guitar and that would be his dream. But he has a wife and kids, and so he says, "Well, I can't be start this rock band and go on the road and be away from my family all the time." And it's unrealistic, potentially, that I would be successful in a rock band and, you know, make it big. So I'm going to work the job as the accountant yeah. and support my family, you know? Well, so Alan Watts actually has a really good video about this. He was a very famous philosopher. And uh, I don't know what to do. I, mean, I wish we could post it to this. We should start posting things to the site as resources, kind of that, yeah. like That's reference, you know? Idea. But uh, he talks about, like, basically, that other people have discussed as well. It's like, it's better to be a starving artist then do a job that you hate, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. totally. then you're just working to work and you're not enjoying your life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, it's, yeah, I mean, you take it to the extremes, but mm-hmm. I think it's you'd rather be take that risk and, like, barely scrape by versus, like, be rich and hate yeah. your job, you know? I, I agree with that to an extent, but when it's when it's you and you're just single, 
You can yeah, do that. Obviously, yeah. When you have a family and, yeah, you gotta and children, yeah, yeah, you gotta make sacrifices sometimes yeah. at that point. Well, yeah. even if you are, you know, single and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it is good to have, you know, the daytime job and then have your hobby on mm-hmm. the side. You gotta balance. You gotta support yourself at, no. the end, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So. What do you, you guys have any songs that are favorite lyrics? Like tat- maybe a lyric that you have, might want tattooed or something? Or um, I, have one. I have a quote, but a recent good one is um, Great Romances of the 20th, 20th Century by Taking Back Sunday. In there they say, uh, they're talking about like dating and stuff, and it's like, uh, if it's not keeping you up nights, then what's the point? So it's just talking about like, if you're not madly in love, then what the hell is the point? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's just, yeah. I feel like that's just a good one. That's, that's like, one. you shouldn't be doing it just to do it or like just to settle, but it should yeah. be like something important. Concessions, mm-hmm. dude. Concessions. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did I bring that up originally in concessions? I can't remember. I don't think so. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't think I did. I do yeah. forget what you brought that up because I think you just texted me. Uh, yeah, I think I wanted to bring it up. I think it was just of... a text, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, though. What he uh, mine, that... mine is uh, Lion Eyes by the Eagles. That's oh, the Eagles. I'm, I'm an Eagles same. fan. Yep. Yeah. Every form of refuge has its price, which kind of ties into every con- form of refuge has its price. That's right. So I have to. I don't remember that part. Yeah. Of the song. So it's, I, the song is about what happened was they saw this yeah, young, pretty girl at the bar, nice. and she was yeah. with her, I guess, her husband or boyfriend, whoever, and he was this much older guy. And so the guys in the band saw this girl and were trying to think about that song, how she, you know, how they got in that relationship and what her story was. And so the story in the song is there's this woman who marries this older man because he has money and he can take care of her and he has a nice big house, you know, but she, she, the refuge, that was her former refuge, but the price was she didn't really love him. Yeah. You know, and so she ends up, she has lion eyes and has hair, you know, and still has a lover that's a younger guy. Yeah, what do you say? Like, uh... So she has, she's taken care of, she can go shopping, yeah. you know, she doesn't have to worry about anything. She's yeah. comfortable, but every former refuge has its price. So. But you can't hide those lines. That's right. Yeah. That's right yeah. But that's the, my father is the one that told me that one. Oh man, that's a but, good, that's a good one. Every, that's yeah, almost like a, a, a more, a less, uh, I guess, a less coupe version of that would be like, no matter who, <laughs> uh, no matter how hot she is. Just realize somebody's sick and tired of putting up with their shit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> My father's told me that too. <laughs> well, and I forget who said it, but uh, something about bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, there is a good one by Lumineers though, Classy Girls. Lumineers, who's that? Um, they're the one that had the Ho Hey song. Hey Ho. There it is, probably that one. Uh, not the Seven Dwarfs, but... Um, it, classy Girls is, uh, he's talking about trying to... Uh, you know, talk to a girl in a bar mm-hmm. and then he eventually tries to kiss her and she's like, don't you know classy girls don't kiss in bars? And that, mm-hmm. that's just a good point. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, just find, a, find a good girl. That's just the best mm-hmm. little food for thought. Yeah. That's, the, that's what that yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good point. Oh, man. Uh, Another lyric that... Oh, go, go <laughs> that. Yeah. It go doesn't that. speak to me in, in, like in life necessarily, but it, I think it can, it's cool for us though because of our job. Uh, Bruce, Springst- Bruce Springsteen growing up has the line, I push B-52 and bomb them with the blues. And so I like I didn't notice that until just like two years ago. Uh, nice. I really like that now. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the exact wordage on the one that I'm thinking of. But... Go ahead. Keep, keep yeah. on looking up okay, lyrics. If you got, I got another one. This is kind of goes along with, um, we've, we've talked about this roughly. 
or around. But in another, uh, again, Kanye is just, the, the artists he brings, the people who are into good music are just top notch. So I came, I really came to like Pusha T. Uh, he's famous before Kanye and he's really good uh, rapper. But anyways, he says, and he's talking about in a song um, how he cheated on this girl, whatever. So, you know, like, all right, all right, I get it. All right, yeah, I admit it. But you make the next move. You can leave or live with it. So that, if you kind of get what he's saying, like, so. I think so, yeah. He messed, so he messed up, so you can either, but she can either leave him. Or, or continue, yeah. Or continue with and it. stay with it. Don't quit, bitch. Quit bitching about it. Just do something. Yeah. About so it. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of instances I think we have in our lives where, oh, absolutely. We jump into something. And all we do is just complain. Oh, this, that, that. But it's take, it's take it or leave it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got like if you make this, if you if you make the decision to stick around or stick through it, you can't complain. Like sure, you may feel like that, but you have you can't complain because you're the one sticking around for it. Mm-hmm. And, and the really the real question is, if that happens, if you do decide to stick around, do you actually lose your rights to complain about whatever uh, said altercation or whatever it be? I think you um, can always complain. Yeah, I love complaining. So <laughs> I don't want to give up my rights to complain. Yeah, you can always complain <laughs> to notice the – be critical of something. In terms of like, we can improve this, yeah. but it shouldn't go to the point that some people do where they're like, complain about it and just like sorrow in it or whatever it's called, you know? Wallow in it. Yeah, wallow in it. it. Should be constructive criticism. Yeah. Like, and it shouldn't be like, oh, this is my life sucks. I can't do it. You know, it's like, yeah. you should do something about it, but you can still say like, ah, fuck, I got to do this thing. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you can't be just stuck in it. Yeah. Kind of sounded like Shrek there for a second. <laughs> so yeah, sidebar to that, and you brought this up earlier when you, you, I think it was we were talking about you start dating someone or even just friends and you pick up on their traits and, mm-hmm. and oh. say, you know start saying the same kind of thing. Yeah. This this stopped me on this. Or I know what you were saying. It was when you were saying, "Oh, is that, Speed tells so many stories. I hate that." But then, oh, <laughs> I tell stories too all the time. Yeah. So same thing. So I used to bite my nails. And it wasn't like a nervous thing. It was just like laziness. I didn't want to take the time to go home and use the trimmers. So I'd bite my nails. And then I saw Shrek bite his nails all the time so much. And I was like, I have to quit. And then I quit cold turkey. I quit biting my nails because I saw Shrek bite his nails so much. <laughs> Done. So that's what I, that was my, what I wanted to say there. Baller is also a nail biter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he just said he watch, watches uh, Shrek some more, then maybe he'll quit it. That, <laughs> that's I'm a, that did it for me. But when people bite... Sorry, you go ahead. I'm a nervous nail picker. Oh, mm-hmm. like you kind of yeah, do that. Yeah, kind of like what I was just doing, but good. You ever see, like, so... I always thought, like, when I hear people say nail biters, so I always thought, like, they would bite their actual nails. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you can see a lot of people, they have, like, raw fingertips. because oh, some like, people bite their skin. Bite, like, mm-hmm. their skin yeah. around yeah. the fingernail. Really? Yeah, like, look, if you... I can usually tell, because you'll see people's, like, fingers be discolored. Like, it'll be really red, or, like, around, kind of like the, uh, I don't know, the cuticle, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on either side, and you're like, that's really odd that... Like, and I, it took me for a long time to figure out, oh, it's because somebody's a nail biter mm-hmm. uh, or finger biter. Did you find the lyric? I did. No, I no, no, I'm thinking no. I have the wrong song, I think. But. Well, it's kind of going off of like what you just mentioned with the ticks. What do you do when 
you realize somebody has a tick that you can't stand. Like, especially if it's a you know relationship. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, I can't stand. I have a story for this one. Oh, oh, shit. Story well, time. This, isn't, this hasn't happened with her. I hate when people walk and don't move their arms. If they just let their arms <laughs> hang down. What a particular it thing. It drives me insane. So I went, yeah, just like that. It looks so unnatural. Like when they're a robot? Yeah, it's like just robot hands down straight to the sides. And you, get, you gotta move them, you know, and they don't move them. It drives me insane. So I went... Uh, on a hiking trip when I was younger. <laughs> That's a very peculiar thing. And this one kid, uh, I was in Boy Scouts, this kid was from another troop and he came with us in our group and he didn't move his arms and 75 miles through the mountains over a week and this kid never moved his arms once when he walked and it drove me insane. So that is what I don't like. Uh, that's my biggest one. The other thing for her that she does is she will get a glass of water <laughs> take two sips and then just leave it there. Oh, and okay. so it's like, have you ever okay, seen signs? Yeah, now. hold on. Have you ever seen signs? Uh, signs, yeah. With Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix. And so the little, I think it's the daughter does that, yeah. is she leaves glasses all throughout the house. <laughs> and then it ends up aliens are like allergic to water in the movie. So it ends spoiler up being a good alert. thing because there's water. Yeah, spoiler alert. It's a movie from like 2004 if you haven't seen it or whatever. If you haven't seen it by now, sorry, I spoiled it. Anyways. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so they, is, they yeah. throw the water on the aliens and there's water all over the house. So it ends up being a good thing. Anyways, this one here, she does the same thing. There's I come I home and there's like six glasses. Okay. All over I'll the island, the counter next to the sink, <laughs> over here on the table. Are you finding it? Aliens? Everywhere. <laughs> these if these aliens don't... That, yeah. that point these later, aliens but. better show up, otherwise it's just... She's making a mess. <laughs> there have been aliens spotted mine on. Okay. Yeah, a couple times. Well, not in, really? uh, not in our apartment. Not in our apartment, yeah. so... I'll show you later. But there's, no, um, there's no aliens. Illegal aliens. We're we're in your closet or something? <laughs> yeah, the base actually spotted them. Uh, oh, the shit. 60s, 50s, or 60s. Uh, okay, they, anyway, it, was, it, it was a UFO. That doesn't oh. mean it was an alien. I thought you, I thought it, you were well, going to say, like, illegal, like, them. immigrants or something like that. Just like, <laughs> Canadians <laughs> coming for the state fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I digress. The reason I do that, though, is because microbiology in college ruined me because the whole premise is that there's constantly bacteria falling everywhere and germs everywhere. So if you leave a glass out, it's technically dirty in my mind after I take a couple drinks out of it, so, yeah. So you just no, leave it there, don't, <laughs> don't put it in the sink or the dishwasher, you just leave it out. Well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. your job. Alright, what do I, yeah. <laughs> what do I do, it drives you crazy then. Oh, okay, so this was one of our early on dates, and we went to Sausage Party. The movie? Oh, that that's an awkward time. Okay. That, that, that is an it insane was, movie. It was, okay, it was a funny movie. You know, I got it. I know what it is now. But <laughs> this one, or gosh, speed. Uh, <laughs> oh. That's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Continue. No, you don't have <laughs> to do The whole time, he was laughing, like legit, the whole time, the most annoying laugh. <laughs> else was laughing in the theater. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to this guy, and literally, Everyone's looking over, making sure he's okay. <laughs> the reason is because I have such time. a wealth of knowledge of pop culture <laughs> that they make these jokes, and it's I laugh at the jokes, and it's not my fault if other people don't get the joke and don't laugh. You know, <laughs> same thing. I will say, oh say sometimes God. I think your laugh is a little over the top. It is. Sometimes it is. It's, it's but like loud. Ted, the same thing happened with Ted, the oh. uh, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane movie. Yeah, yeah. He has all these like. 
pop culture references that from everybody the doesn't always get. And none of the young younger yeah. people know, and they don't laugh at the jokes, and the I'm youngs. cracking up laughing. Yeah, just because I get the joke, and then people are like, "Oh, this dude's crazy." It's like, no, I just happen to have a wealth of knowledge and pop culture. Well, I thought you were crazy at the time. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> Which number date was this? Oh gosh. Yeah, it was in the first month or two. A month or two, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, I think yeah. this was so the like second. Six or this seven. was the second movie we went to yeah. together. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The Star first Trek and the first comedy. Yeah, yeah, so this is the first time she was bombarded with my life. Yeah, laughter. I I almost had that as a deal breaker. But <laughs> yeah. Very. Now you came to love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, oh, I guess I can live. With Luckily, it. you probably met Shark not too far after. <laughs> You heard oh, his laugh. Yeah. Life, life laugh. could be worse. Yeah. You heard his laugh and thought, oh, speeds isn't too bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so, that was funny. One of the girls I dated in college, um, I didn't, so it took me forever to realize this, but like I'd always hear like this noise, kind of like a. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I, I just never thought about it. Like, it was ever, I'd hear it when I, because we, we hung out, like, she happened to be roommates with a, like, these two other girls who are still like some of my best friends to this day. And I knew them before I knew her, um, at least intimately, not, not like intimately, like knew them more. Well, yeah. 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 So one day, one of our, one of the girls, she came over to my apartment, like we were studying or something like that. And she was like, gosh, I can't stand when, um, you know, so-and-so, um, said like, you know, bites her fingernails or like picks her skin. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, yeah, like you ever never noticed that? I was like, no. She's like, yeah, she like pick calluses and eat them. I was like, oh, that's not so bad. Ooh. It's like, well, she doesn't eat them? Eat them. Like so, swallow them? Yeah, like I don't know if she swallows them or like chews oh. them, but she's like, she basically, she masticated on them. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I was like, oh, like what? You mean like her like hand calluses? Like everybody kind of like picks them off, spits them off, or you know, every now and then. She's like, no. She like, her feet and I was like, I was like, what, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, no. And then she's like, and then she stopped. She's like, and you kissed her. Huh? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I was like, I was like, she does. Like, yeah. Next time you're over, next time you're over our place, watch. I was like, okay. It's like we're hanging out in the couch. Like, this is how much of a nerd I was by the end of school. Like, I would go over and like just study till like three o'clock in the morning at like my friend's house, and I'd sit there and I'd be hanging out with her and. I'd hear that clicking noise again. And then I would like kind of look out of the corner of my eye and I would see her scratching her foot because she was, uh, she played a sport where, like, uh, there's no way, like I'm not going to give this away if they, if they hear this, I don't care. But um, she, was, she was a runner, so she was pick like your feet and you just get torn up. Yeah. So I just, like I look and I see her click, 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 click. And then I kind of look at my corner of my eye and I see her bring it up to her mouth. No, and, she's oh and then like right as I did that, like I saw her do one and I let it go. And I was like, it just goes again. I was like, and then I see her reach up and I look over and she just goes, it's like dropping out her head, like, like nothing happened. Like, and then, oh, and then I, I, after I like, it was one of those things like once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's done, yeah. And oh man, and to be honest with you, that was part of the reason, like, I feel this again, another breakup I feel bad about, and I feel really bad about burning the bridge because she was a really good person, and I just could not get past the, <laughs> the, the picking the feet and eating it, and, like, she had Can't other, really blame you there. She had other nervous tics, too, like, she would pick her skin and stuff, which I can deal with that. It was really the feet, like, I, I'm not a feet person, I hate feet. <laughs> if it was anything, if it was just, like, her picking her hand calluses or, like, picking her skin, I could get over that. It was the... 
feet I could not yeah, get Yeah, that's a little rough. That. No, God. <laughs> I, that's much. I have a question for you guys. Go ahead. Do you guys wash your feet in the shower? I, answer honestly. I do not. I do like not. With I soap? Don't. I just saw yeah, it. Like, did you see something do. like Facebook or something the other day talking about it? No, no. In fact, Zach I do. I get soap. I have. Bef- I, I do yeah. sometimes. I get soap and lather my hands up and I go, I get all my feet, I get in between my toes. and Unless I, it's like yeah. summer and I get the bottom. get my feet dirty, I yeah. don't. I always wash my feet. Yeah. I don't. I use a soap bar. So, wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, bar, bar soap. soap. Bar yeah. soap. And I... As part of my routine, I go all the way down and briefly touch my feet, but yeah. not like too in depth. But yeah. no, I yeah. don't. I just don't. No, I. The only time I do that is if, like, I. Like you said like you walk through something, or uh, if I'm in a shower and like I didn't bring flip flops and it's somebody else's, like, or it's like a public shower. That's the only time I'm like, yeah, I gotta yeah, get in there. Exactly. But otherwise, it's the, the the soap that's on the ground is good enough. I also that's use. That's what I think. Yeah, like you just kind of squish around. Yeah. Good. I I have a bar of soap and I also have body gel. So I gotta say I think body gel is the better thing to go with. By the way, I like it. it smells better. better. I don't know if it yeah. gets you as clean, but as far as it's like, not a no- that's annoying to deal with. I think yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big bar soap guy. Me too, but I think I'm gonna transition. Yeah. Think so? I'm a shower yeah. gel. Shower gel. Yeah. Do you use the loofah or do you use the? Uh... I used to use the loofah, but with uh, you know. North, it's so dry and everything. Mm-hmm. I felt like my skin was flaking off even more. Yeah. So, I actually quit using that and just use my hands now. Hands, yeah. yeah. I, I ended up using it. It took me forever to figure out how to get it to work on a washcloth. Because uh, if you use it on a washcloth, you just soak it. Like, yeah. It's soak for like one body part. Yeah. And then it does, you have to like kind of lather it up. Yeah. Get going. I'm, a, I'm a bar soap washcloth guy. I was that for a long, like mm-hmm. pretty much my entire life up until adult. Well, the, and the shower gel is important if you're like going to a gym and you shower there. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. hard to bring a bar that's soap. That's true. Around. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's when it's true. the best if you're traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that or at a gym bathroom. What's your guys' most shallow breakup or just where you quit talking to a, a girl? Mm-hmm. And I can I can go first on mine. I can give you some time. Like, <laughs> go for is, it. Is again, it was high school, it wasn't anything serious. We weren't dating, we were just talking for I don't know, maybe a month or something. It was this girl my aunt set me up with and we Oh, that's another Yeah. Like being set up on mm-hmm. days. I, have we talked about that one before? I don't think so. Okay, go ahead. Alright, so my aunt set me up with this girl. really nice and smart and everything, a nice girl and pretty, but she we went to church together and she clapped funny. So you know when you <laughs> when you clap, you don't keep your hands like completely straight, you kinda twist one hand and then you bring Hand the palm yeah you bring the palms it's like a 30 degree angle or however much and you bring the palms <laughs> together and you make the the clapping sound you know and you it's like a palm on palm thing it's like clasping. you know and you're you clasp your hands a little bit yeah and so this girl kept her hands completely straight oh and you close your fingers too when you do it a little bit this girl kept her like spread her <laughs> fingers out like this like, like maximum, seal. like a seal, and then just did straight, no <laughs> angle or anything, straight like this, and kept her oh, hands savage. crazy. And she just clapped like this the whole time. And, you know, it's church, so then whenever the choir sings or whatever, everybody, you're clapping. So she just kept clapping like this. I was like, I can't be seen in public with this girl. <laughs> She's a crazy clapper. And that was it. And uh, that was it for me. Completely we gotta, shallow. We got to find this girl and fix that. Wow. Well, we, well, we can't let that go on. We don't need to... Oh, fix her clapping. Yeah. yeah. 
She's got the crazy clap. She's got the crazy clap. <laughs> not the STD. Not, yeah. She doesn't have the clap, because let me clarify. What do you think I meant by like fixing her, making her not have she kids? She not exist. I know. I mean, so we gotta fix that's, this. That's how they do it in New Jersey. Yeah. It's, we, we gotta, gotta fix, fix we this. Gotta fix uh, oh, you're not gonna have to worry about her no more. Yeah. <laughs> She's done. You won't worry about her that weird clapping anymore. <laughs> Next time you see her, she's clapping with the fishes. Oh, yeah. I gotta be honest, I don't, I don't think I really thought of I don't think I've ever done anything too petty. I don't think. Yeah. Or shallow, I should say. Go ahead, go with it. Well, I guess it was just more so we dated for like a couple weeks, I think, at this point. And uh, he took me back to his apartment. Oh, I know this one is, I think. He had, his whole room was full of Legos. Like, Lego figures. Oh. Is this the one you're thinking? Yeah, that's what I thought. Lego that's figures, like Lego version? everything. Yeah. And he was a cool guy, but it creeped like me out. Much. And he was just, like, talking about them all, like, way too into that. I don't know. It was just... And then he, he left to go to uh, Disney World later that week. Like, <laughs> just with him and his brother. And they, you know, and his brother like, was, like, Lego 40. Land. I don't know. It, it was He was 40? Yeah, he was, like, in his 40s and just gotten divorced. The brother was. Too. Okay. Oh wait, the brother was. Oh, okay. How, how old the was? brother was. Okay. The the date was in his twenties. Okay. Yeah. So hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was super creepy. That is. There's yeah. the point. I mean, like once you're out of high school, I feel like you got to be like, no, no more toys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or, well, you may have toys. Maybe before be, that. You gotta have like have like a room sectioned off or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's not you not being you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you. So you found out like, like, like okay, that's weird yeah, for you. Yeah. It was weird but, for me, but. Other girls might like Legos, too. But, you know, I like airplane models and, yeah. like, other things, so I don't yeah. know. It's yeah, like, yeah, but no, Legos are awesome. Them, yeah. That's, like, number one toy as a kid, I'm going to go with Legos. I think really? Legos are so cool. You could build anything you wanted. They were so much fun. <laughs> but <laughs> but I got in high school, and I was like, okay, I'm growing up. I can't play with Legos anymore, and you got you got to box them up, put them in the basement, you know? So just it, grow took up. Me, it took me a good probably 20 years to figure out the Legos that I had growing up where I get a Lego. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I thought, I, I was, was calling Legos. Was a Playmobil or off, something? Off-brand? Yeah, yeah. off-brand. Yeah. Like, I can't remember, like, I don't know what they're called, but I thought they were Legos the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're these big-ass blocks that weren't even, they, they resembled Legos, but they mm-hmm. weren't. So, I don't know, I still <laughs> had fun with them, but then, like, I'd go play, and I'm like, why is everybody's Lego so small? These are... Not fun at all. Like I want a big Lego. You can't make anything cool with it. That's yeah, it's gonna be all small. It's gonna take forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I realized, oh, I just had bootleg Legos. <laughs> and now you only go with name brand, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why they call me Luxury, huh? Oh man. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have. I, I do a lot of petty things, but I don't think I broke up with anybody, other than like I just told you, kind of like that. The story I just, that was pretty petty, mm-hmm. but it was just, I. Just, can't stand feet. No, yeah. You get so a, like, you get I just thought about like a germ thing. Yeah, yeah. I, not, I can just think like and get like a little fleck of like in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> like and then you know like you run around outside. Say so, like you're like, if you're doing like just drills like where you're running on the track barefoot or like you're running on like turf, your feet like all black on the bottom and stuff, and mm-hmm. it didn't stop her. No, no, thank you. That would, yeah, that could probably stop me too. <laughs> Maybe my like closest thing was on the first date, which I mean we weren't that invested already. Right. But and these are pretty important things. But she didn't like military, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is not. What did she say? It's not gonna work. Do you remember what she said? I think yeah. she was just not for like wars and that kind of stuff. Uh, which like, but she, I'm but not she, either. But but she was. She knew you were in the military though. Yeah. 
Hmm. I already, I don't know what to do was. That's why I'm off, off Tinder, by the way, but uh, off the grid. But <laughs> the other thing was she tried to bring back the, she wanted to bring back the barter system. Yeah, she's like, oh, you're not she, a barter. We had this talk. <laughs> like, you're talking <laughs> like get rid of paper money. Yeah, she's like, I think we should get rid of the money and just uh, go back to the barter system. I'm like, I think we should get rid of you. <laughs> get a barter to get rid of you. This is what, what was your job? What'd she do? Uh, I think she was just an uh, sorry, not just, but she was an administrator at a school. Okay, so what's she gonna produce to barter with? I know, exactly. I don't know. She, yeah. Didn't make much sense. I mean, it makes if you have like livestock yeah. or like you know own cattle and sheep and stuff, yeah. or if you have a farm, you can do it. But like in today's modern economy, where people have office jobs and work for corporations and stuff, how are you gonna? What are you gonna barter yeah, with? Yeah, exactly. of land. Yeah, that's why they invented gold coins and stuff and silver coins, and then we started money to make it more like to, level. Yeah, mm-hmm. to take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, that's funny. Uh, yeah. And it's it's funny when uh, it was a couple of years ago, but uh, there was a guy in Kenya that offered President Obama like forty goats to have his daughter's hand in marriage. If you remember that, like I think so. It's some it's amazing. That's another, what a great thing about America: the son of a Kenyan goat herder becomes a president of the United States. Like that couldn't happen. I've any, seen where his anywhere else. Grew up. Yeah, yeah. She's been to Kenya. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have like it all like so like they have all these songs. Oh, like and everyone's oh, so Obama. happy, you know. Mm-hmm. And Number one president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there when Obama was president too, so they were like really. They're all excited. about it. Yeah, that's really cool. That's one, oh, that's one thing. Like I, I might not agree with like a lot of his politics, but like just the fact, the opportunity there that we have that in America. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can be president. That's incredible. Absolutely. It really is. I got one. This is this is a simple one that. We probably everybody's talked about at one point. Boxers, briefs, or boxer briefs. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. <clears throat> I'm a big boxer brief guy. Okay. I I mean I've done both. I started out as a kid wearing briefs and then I got a little older and went into boxer brief or went to boxers and my father's like, Hey, you gotta try boxer briefs. They're the best. And they are. It's the perfect marriage between the support and the uh the extra protection from chafing. The protect, yeah, like the support and protection of the the briefs, but then you have the freedom of movement and the comfort of boxers, and it's the perfect marriage yeah. of both. I don't think it is. I'm a huge boxer briefs fan. What, what I gotta mean? say, I think boxer briefs for me are more so like working out type thing, where I gotta keep it all together, you know? It's mm-hmm. almost like a, a sports bar, bra equivalent. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. But I'm more of a boxer just type of guy. Boxer? I yeah. don't like I don't like flopping around and stuff. It's like, <laughs> I don't and like the material scrunchy. I guess I have uh-huh. a smaller uh, thing, so mine doesn't really flop. <laughs> <laughs> well it just doesn't like I I don't I'm not a fan of it. I I'm, I'm a boxer brief guy, but the reason I bring this up and I have another a follow on question to that as well. Don't worry, you're not left out. Uh, I switch I've recently I think I've become a silky guy. Have you heard Ooh. of silkies? Mm-hmm. So you're talking like, like wait a short shorts? Is like that a brand? Shorts? So so they have softy, sh- like softy shorts. Oh, that's what I'm thinking like they have like them for guys and girls. But oh, Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Yeah. So, but there's a type of short called silkies. Like they look like they're kind of, they're like if you can think of like middle school gym class where they're like yeah, really yeah, thin yeah. material, yep. but they have a liner on the inside. Yep. It's so I bought those for like a something I want to go do a few like a month ago. Um, cause we had to have like these shorts 
And I was like, okay, well, this is the first time buying these, but whatever. I bought them and I didn't wear it. Like I wore, I still wore my spandex underneath because I'm a, like, if I'm exercising, I need spandex. I usually wear spandex to work actually, just because I know I'm gonna work out later or if I fly, yeah. it's just more, it's yep. more comfortable. Especially when she starts sweating, but I put these on after, like we like we went for the first day or whatever, and then the next day, um, like I just wore those, like just those, no underwear, and I was like, this is pretty nice. And then slowly but surely, like I only have five pairs of these things, but I've been wearing them more and more, and it's like you legit get support, but then you have like it's it's like a brief, but with a legit boxer over top. It's <laughs> amazing. So like I get everything. All in one. And then I like, and I can just, if I want to, I can just rip my pants off and like I have shorts to go just do whatever I want. Ah, that's a good point, yeah. It's complete that's utility. Really cool. I think uh, somebody I knew would always wear shorts underneath whatever they're wearing. Or maybe it was like a flight suit or anything, mm -hmm. so they're always like prepared. That was kind of weird, but... Yeah, um, they get too hot in the summer, I think. I recently looked into Me Undies. Have you guys heard of this? Me Undies. From you, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. No. And that's where we started talking about boxing Me briefs. Undies. Yeah. But it's like an underwear company, but now they start doing like loungewear and that kind of stuff. For It's for guys and girls. But they have uh, probably a similar type of thing where they kind of have more of a premium kind of underwear where it's almost like silk or mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh I don't know. They're not that much of a game changer, but they are kind of nice. They so. they look cool. Yeah, they have, they have, fun, they have they adventurous have designs. And, yeah, yeah, fun designs. So. If you guys get a chance, though, try a pair of silkies out. I think I should. Yeah. It's. I didn't think I would like them, and I was like, the liner inside it makes you feel like you're wearing swim trunks. No, it's a game changer. But I gotta give so it a go. I think you gotta try them. So we have, you know, like we always get a boxer briefs or boxer briefs, whatever you want. What is there an equivalent for girls? Oh, that's a great question. Would it I be guess. like a sports bra? Well, no, like, like well, your like underwear. Thongs, I guess, or just anything else, basically. Like regular un like underwear? Or do you like boy shorts better? Like, how does it, like, yeah. how does that work? Like, is it like a fit thing? Yeah, I, th I think it is a fit thing. Well, and it's kind of utility, too, because if you're wearing leggings, you don't want a panning line, I guess. Yeah. So, that's thongs true. are kind of like the go-to. You can wear anything with them and be fine. But, I don't know, like... You s you'll see advertisements for like cheeky underwear. Those are like What's constant that? thong or uh, constant wedgie. Like I cannot do that. It's like yeah, a, like, it's like a boy short where your butt basically hangs out. Okay. So, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, they look good in theory. Mm -hmm. Constant wedgie for me. So. That's gotta be difficult for me. I I don't want. I'm not wearing a thong. There's no way. I, up my butt. I know. Right? Nope. Oh, <laughs> but if, you, you if you're walking though, you, think you, you don't think. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Walking's always about <laughs> you that. Know, it's very interesting though, because once you wear them, it doesn't feel like anything's there. You don't think so, about yeah. it. Just... Yeah, I've heard that too. It's, it's easier from, to wear thongs for me than regular underwear. From women, really? but I, at the same time, I'm too scared to really dive <laughs> into that one. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> hope so. I'm setting my ways with the. Yeah, I don't know, setting, speed. I'm gonna see differently. Yeah, I hate, <laughs> yeah I, I'm setting my ways with the boxer brief. Also, I'd like to clarify that my my Hugo Boss shorts—they are short, but they are shorts. They're not a. <laughs> They're not a thong. They're not a mankini or not anything like speedo. that. They're not a speedo. <laughs> they are shorts. So. I, I have a question for you guys, though. Oh. Do you guys ever wear, what, what, is it a jock strap? Jock straps. Yeah, jock straps. Are those a thing of the past? Because I, I, I forgot I've about I've never those. worn them. I've worn a jock strap before, but only when I was wearing a cup. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the closest I feel like to a thong. I just don't mm -hmm. like 
the back straps going over I my don't butt cheeks. That. Yeah. I, I think those are kind of gone with uh, gone away with the dinosaur because compression they have shorts compression now. shorts and now the compression yeah. shorts Spandex also and they have like a hole for the cup as well mm -hmm. now so. You're, you're golden. Yeah, I mean, it used to be, yeah, it used to be like for like football or hockey or whatever sport. Yeah, every sport, really. To, yeah, to you know give you some support there. I don't know why you just didn't wear briefs. Maybe it was like a. I always just wore briefs, so I never even tried yeah. the jockstrap. Maybe it was four guys that wore boxers and wanted something to put on Maybe, while they were yeah, playing. Yeah. I don't know. I, but you have to ask the old timers on that one. But yeah. yeah, my dad, my dad still wears a jock strap when he does karate. Because oh, yeah. he's always worried about kicking kicked in the junk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of I mean karate, like yeah. you're actually kicking people in the junk. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't wear your jock strap one time. Get that swift front kick, uh, front snap kick. Yeah, you're never gonna forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, it would be really interesting though for women to feel what it feels like. To be kicked in the balls because I don't. Oh my I can't god! So that's, that's a whole nother. Say, uh, women say that it's like getting hit, or they think it's like getting hit in the tit. Okay. Because I don't know what that feels like. No, I don't think I heard it's not. As I know. I can't believe really, it's not as like d d dis disabling as getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> Debilitating is what I mean. It's, it's the worst thing ever. I wonder like, if it feels similar. Like you know, women say they have cramps. I wonder if it's similar to that. Maybe. I don't think so. It's probably worse. Because ours is like an organ. Mm -hmm. So it's like you like that body part like shuts down. Like it's like it's <laughs> it such uh, your whole body. It's, down, like, dude. it's, like, it's like a very sensitive, fragile <laughs> internal organ. I don't understand why you yeah. like all of our internal organs are like protected. Like you got a rib cage, yeah. you got a sternum. Why don't we have a Why are your balls just hanging out there to be? Why don't we have balls? Well, they're there. supposed to be allowed to cool down. Yeah, they need but to be like, cooler than the rest but it of should, the body. But it's true. There should be some kind of protective. Like you should, I should yeah. have like an exoskeleton right around them or yeah. something. You know, it's like, hey, turtle, why don't we have a turtle shell there yeah. or something? It, it, <laughs> what, how would you describe the feeling of getting hit in the balls? Or like, because it's bad enough where, like, even if you're sitting wrong and like you shift the wrong mm -hmm. way, you can kind of yeah. You you can sit wrong and sit on them and it'll hurt. You it's know? like a pinch. It's like almost like a pinch of getting suffocated, <laughs> and then waves of pain. It's like wow. it's like getting electrocuted. Like if you've ever been tased or grabbed an electric fence, it's like that kinda, and That's it shoots up into your stomach. And you feel it like up in your stomach even and you can I feel, feel like, sick. What it happens to me, like I feel more of it's it starts like okay, yeah, kinda of like the quick sharp pain and it goes into the stomach, but it's almost like if you ever have like a gut wrenching feeling where yeah. like it's just your stomach just switches into a knot real uh. quick and it's like it almost feels like you have to go to the bathroom, but you also like it feels like there's a physical like pain, like your stomach is just getting like squeezed as tight as possible and you like you said if you get hit hard enough you can't breathe you just doubled over like it's uh, debilitating uh, yeah you're done there's wow. I, it's, it's I love really the joke and it's and it's true you know women will say oh giving birth to a child is more painful and you'll never know what that's like and men will say oh getting kicked in the balls is worse but you'll never know what that's like yeah here's the thing women will have a kid and then they'll say let's have a second kid i've never heard a guy <laughs> Ever say, let's have a second kick to the balls. Could you imagine, yeah. like, like, if that's what it took, like, you had to get kicked in the balls, like, three times or something, to have, to a, have kid, a kid, yeah. like, right before you have sex, like, if you want to have a kid, you gotta do this. Boom, 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 oh, boom. Yeah. I guess I'll adopt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but for a woman, to be fair, though, they can get, like, C-sections and stuff, or just, I mean, like, that situation, like, if you wanted to have another kid, you'd have to get kicked in the balls. Some people might accept the pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, might as well get it over with, and eventually yeah. you're just like, yeah. But you could, 
get some serious damage if you kick the ball too hard. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of kids, you know, as big in like middle school, kids that do the sack tap game. And, <laughs> and then all the, you know, now these kids are growing up 10 years later trying to have kids, and a lot of guys are shooting, and, blanks. And shooting blanks, you know, can't have kids because they're dumb friends kicked him in the balls too many really? times growing up. Well, yeah. we'll probably shoot Ooh. things from the radar. Yeah. I knew a guy who, uh, <laughs> this is in high school, he was at, he just started doing like high jump or something like that and he didn't show up for practice for like a month and like, well, where's, you know, Amir been? Um, this isn't Amir, this is, his name was Amir. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, he, uh, he had to get like surgery on his balls or something. I was like, what? And then like, I finally talked to him. I was like, yeah, it was crazy. So I went up for a dunk and I came up, dunked it. When I landed, my balls got twisted around. In my oh, ball I've heard of that before. And like got like basically pretty much tucked in a knot in oh, there. Yeah, that and happen. he had to get surgery. You know, to, like, blood flow to that area. Yeah, so it was oh, like, it was like a constant yeah. feeling of like just being your balls just twisted off. <laughs> Oh, Isn't that called something like a torsion kind of? I don't know, yeah. but it sounds like something I don't want to happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've had it where, I think I was in high school, I woke up in like the middle of the night or whatever, and I went just for the ball scratch, you know, and one was gone. And I was like, what happened? And I only felt one, and somehow oh. in my sleep, my leg must have shifted and pushed up. The other one got pushed up. I never got that. And then it was terrifying for that however many 20 seconds I couldn't That's find nice. it. And I had to like Literally. push down. Yeah, it was nice. I had to like push down from my abdomen and really? pop it back down in. It was so scary. I've only had it happen once. I've never. Oh, heaven terrifying. forbid, it never happens again. But it was. People terrifying. always talk about like your nuts dropping. I don't ever remember what my balls weren't dropping. <laughs> that's. I mean. Right. Like, that's a yeah, thing. Like, that's like a it, thing. When right? did it happen? Yeah, you don't remember like the actual time it first happened. It's just. No. It had to have happened at some point, but. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe that's just it wasn't a. Like a my first period day. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You want to about your first period? <laughs> Mildly terrifying. That's uh, kind of a colloquialism, isn't it? Like the uh, whole balls dropping thing. I don't yeah, know if that actually maybe, happens, yeah, but it's just it like a thing not. people say. That's another thing that you're like you were saying. You you thought something was true, but it turned out it was not true. Yeah, at all. I know. <laughs> I mean, it, they drop, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens. It must be like gradual. That. Maybe. Yeah, okay. it's probably like when you're super young, I think, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like when you're a child that you can never remember. So, mm -hmm. mm. um, I think I had one more thing. I don't know. You got anything? You guys got anything else? I got one, but it's Go not that. It. No, okay. It's, this is this is like a reattack from somebody. All right. So if you guys haven't seen YouTube Red, have you guys heard of that? Yeah. I have. I'm so not, there's I'm actually some good series. It. Well, recently it was free to do for like three months. Ooh. And it might still be actually with a trial. Okay. So you should look into it. But they have a couple good shows on there. One single by 30. It's pretty good, actually. Single discusses a lot of uh, some poignant discussion. Single by 30. Single by 30, yeah. Like, is it... Can you explain more? Is it a documentary or like a show? No, it's more like a... He's it'd probably to, be a rom-com. He's okay. trying to be single by 30 or... No, he's... Not to be so the one guy's... The, so the, the two friends, they were friends in high school, a guy and a girl, uh, are both 30 now. And they, they made, made a deal. Asians. They made a deal like if they're, yeah. they're single by the time they're thirty, they're gonna yeah. Get in high school, they made a deal about that. So they're really good friends, and then she, so she ends up. So she was never in the picture while they were like you know in their late twenties or early thirties, and then she finally comes back to the her hometown, and uh, so they finally like you you know reunite, and she's single, and they're both single. So they're it's kind of like this like you know 
how do you deal with being single when you're yeah. 30 and that, you know, or, mm-hmm. or like even like in the twenties, but basically in one situation, uh, the guy is dating a girl and this, so I guess I gotta use names. Uh, the girl's name, I don't even know her name actually. We'll call her Jess and the guy, Kevin, I guess, of the, the two main characters. And then, uh, this girl that Kevin's dating is Sarah, but Jess is like, has feelings for Kevin, right? Kev, yeah. So she's still kind of like, she's his friend, but like, she's like kind of has a crush on him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But so in one instance, um, Jess is over, <laughs> it's hard to use their fake names now. No, just use their real names. No, I don't know their real names, so I'm oh. making it up, but I gotta okay. remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jess is over at Kevin's place, but she's really drunk, so Kevin's kind of taking care of her, but Kevin is obviously going out with Sarah, but then Sarah has this, like, jealousy because Kevin is taking care of Jess, you know, and then it comes to this point where he's like, I gotta, you know, get her home, and Sarah's like, why don't you just stay here and call her an Uber, you know, and then he's like, no, I'm gonna take care of my friend, you know what I mean, so, like, and that causes them to break up between, uh, uh, Kevin and Sarah. So, like, what would you guys do in that instance? I feel like I would stay true to my friend. But even if it was a girl. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that happens a lot where jealousy happens but with a friend. That kind of goes to the subject we breached earlier. Uh, having friend, Like, which one do you take? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. You said you, t- you think you'd probably still take care of a friend? Yeah. I think I, if they're truly my friend, I think I would still take care of the friend. Like, it's your best friend. Yeah. Would you, now, here's the question. Are you saying you would take care of your friend knowing that you would, you're going to end up with a breakup? Is that what you're saying? Oh, or are you I saying not, no? I wasn't saying that, but oh, if, I mean, if, if it would just cause trouble, basically. If you know it's going to cause trouble, I, I'd say you know, hey, I'm going to take care of the friend because I can deal with this later. Versus, I wouldn't be able to deal with it if she like something happened to her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, what's your highest priority? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would say, hey, this person means a lot to me. Can you come with me? Yeah. Just exactly. show that it's strictly platonic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. But if that wasn't an option, I don't know. Yeah, I'd go with a friend, I think. Yeah. What would you do? I think the same thing. You gotta say, hey. <laughs> same thing you said. Hey, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta make friend, sure yeah. your friend gets home safe. And yeah, that's a great idea. Invite your significant other to yeah. come with you. And instead of, you know, but it comes down to if you're gonna have a serious relationship, there has to be that level of trust. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's wrong of the, yeah, the where, relationship. Person. Yeah, where you yeah, gotta, gotta say, to put you in that corner. Hey, you can trust me. I'm just gonna make sure she gets home okay. Yeah, and nothing's gonna happen. You know, yeah. put on the other end of the spectrum. So I'm guessing that it end up being together probably. Yeah. So there was something now that, that they yeah. now that they got yeah. together or whatever. Or if, if it ended up being like hooked up or something, mm-hmm. sure, fine. But even if they don't. That person's now gonna say like, oh, so it was, so now she's completely she's validated. Yeah, she's yeah. Just yeah. vindicated yeah. and validated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, vindicated and she probably thinks, oh, there was something going on the whole time. Yeah. And if there wasn't, you know, yeah. So now it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. She, so she, you now are the one in the wrong because she saw something that you didn't and but then again, it might not have happened. You know what I mean? It might not it, have. It's not a guarantee, but. It's not a guarantee, but if it, if it worked in that situation, yeah, it's. I don't know. She like I would have been if I was the Sarah girl who was like, "Hey, you gotta break up. Like we're gonna break up because of that." I would have my pettiness would have took over. I'm like, I knew it. 
I told you that was gonna happen. Uh-huh. What did I say? But I'm I was, right. You're wrong. I was thinking of even if like Jess was less of a friend to Kevin, I feel like I would still take care of the friend. Even yeah. if it's like an acquaintance, almost maybe not an acquaintance, but like a a friend I kind of recently met and you know interacted with. I would still take care of them just because of the principle of like I gotta take care of this person. I'll be right back. Yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Especially so. if it's like down the street and back, or even yeah. like. 30 minutes, yeah. go there, come back, not a big deal. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's an easy kill, I think. You got something? Uh, yeah, do you, unless you guys got any thoughts. No, thanks for letting us yeah. come on. Yeah. Let's see, uh, let's what's your, yeah, what's your, <laughs> what was the other one uh, I had? We talked, we talked about the tick, uh, talked about brief. Uh, oh! I don't know if this is what I wanted to talk about, but uh, actually, this is not. Let me do this reattack real quick. So, you got a little bit of hate mail. Not really hate mail, Uh-oh. but I got Ooh. I got corrected, not corrected, but reprimanded uh, for I think what we said on the last podcast. I was I was telling the story of one of my friends' wives was drunk and was acting a little bit inappropriate if you remember this conversation so and i said you know like, like i obviously denied it and, and i was i think i made the joke like like oh you know but if she tries it again you know i can't say i'm like hey, guys it was a complete joke like i would not have done it uh, oh you're saying what. you got uh, repercussions from the podcast yeah i, I got uh, reprimanded like he's like oh what kind of person are you it was like okay is it, I was not serious. I if obviously if I denied it the first time, I would deny it a second time, the third, yeah. fourth, and fifth. So, but I'm just it was just a, I was trying to be funny, which is again, it sucks when you have like when you try to like be like you have a funny joke or something, and it just hits like one person wrong, and it's like ah oh, okay, I have to like now justify myself. That actually comes to knowing your audience, so I don't know. Huh. But That's a- it, it, it looking on okay, it was it, like I could see where somebody would get upset me saying that I wouldn't like I would have done something with my buddy's wife. I'm not gonna go mess around with my buddy's wife. No. Okay. That's a that's a big risk with comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And I I took a comedy class uh my junior year in the They had that at the I know, academy? right? At the academy what? you would have thought no, I, there's no way. But it was the one, it's not us all knocking. It was the jokes. one <laughs> class that was what, what are Air Force had, approved? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it just go you go in there, the upperclassmen just hit you around. Yeah. It was I was what, so fix surprised. Your face, bitch. <laughs> I was yeah. They said, Hey, say anything, there's no censor, like you have ten minutes for your stand up and that's the final and we'll judge you on how funny you are. You can swear, you can talk about whatever. And it's cool. It was like, it was awesome. That's epic. It was. And so, but that's the thing. Like you go up there and you open yourself up and, you know, share whatever your story is and your sense of humor and, you know, try and be funny. And then even if nine, 99 people laugh in a room of a hundred and you offend that one person and they complain, like, Mm -hmm. then you feel bad. But at the same time, it's like, this is comedy. Yeah. So like, Hey, you're listening you chose to listen, you know, yeah. like, yeah. this is our opinions, this is what we're sharing, how we feel, and if we press some buttons, like, you know, we're kind of sorry, but at the same time, we're not, like, you have an opinion, too, and you can share it, and that's fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's such a risk, you know, having a podcast, and then your yeah. voice is out there, no, I mean... That's where we got that disclaimer at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sense of humor, also, I thought the disclaimer was 
one of the funniest parts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's funny, but it's serious. One hundred percent serious. You yeah, have to put that in. There. It is, and I love, so I love the beginning. Uh, you sound like Isaac Hayes. You are entering the lap of luxury. I love it. It's can great. I, I get it. Yeah. Luxury. Uh, or can I not ask? I mean, him? you can ask. You can, wait. What's that? Well, why? why my name is Luxury? So. Well, actually, I can't tell it on air because part of the reason is it has to do with my real name, actually. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So, oh, I'll tell you after. Sounds good. Um, um, but, yeah, I think it's tough because it's like you, <laughs> if you hit the wrong note with someone, it is, you know, I mean, they have a reason for that. Yeah. But uh, you shouldn't have to justify it more than it was a joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Sure. Especially, like, with stand-up comedy, like we were yeah. saying, like, when yeah. people, like, get offended by, like, it, it was kind of like what I was talking about one time, I think, was, like, uh, we it's funny that we we see stand up comedy and most of it's just inappropriate shit. <laughs> yeah. So like, what does it say about us that we love inappropriate stuff mm-hmm. so yeah. much? Like that's what we laugh at, it's but funny. then people get offended. It's you, got, you, you got to know your audience. It's yeah. got to be the right time, right place. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing I had was I didn't get to hit this earlier, so to speak. Uh, you're talking about how your you said your aunt set you up on that date with yeah. your girl who clapped. Yeah, that's right. So let's talk about real quick. <laughs> being set up on dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have, I've had far, actually I think, I'm trying to think if I've had any positives. I think all the dates that I've been set up on have been terrible. Really? Like That's just the person who's the matchmaker, bad judgment I think. Yeah, I, well I, the problem is so, it's, and I shouldn't say necessarily it's dates, it's like hey, can I give this person your phone number? So I'll give you like a couple of stories uh, and it's always ends up being bad, but for one of them, like the first time, I was like, "Hey, can I give you? Like, can I give your phone number to somebody?" And then, sure, I give him my phone number, and I get texts, and I'm like, "Oh, I like, guess an interesting conversation." And then he kind of goes, "Maybe it's just me being shallow about seeing the person." I'm just like, "Oh gosh, man, I'm not attracted to you at all." <laughs> so like, I'll go hang out with him for a bit, and it's just like, "Sorry," and it, and it wasn't like the. I, I said I can have a conversation with anybody, but it wasn't enough for me to be like, yeah, let's continue. Like, there's other people who I'm not attracted to that I have conversations with, and I love having conversations with them. Uh, it's obviously, and kind of you can go vice versa as well. But then the probably the the most awkward one, and the one that gave me the most respect for women who get hit on, was when I was in Shreveport. So I was. Like I had just moved to Shreveport. Uh, my dad had left the day, the day prior, or maybe even then that day, because um, he I had flown down to help me move. So I'm looking for shelving or something. So I'm in Walmart again. Walmart in Shreveport at 11 o'clock at night. That's yeah, like you don't want that's, me that's, to, yeah. that's, that's three three signs. It was it was late at night. It was Shreveport and it was Walmart. You might as well be in hell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ratchet. You're in Ratchet City right now. Jeez. Uh, so I'm walking around and I, I see this girl like she she was just average looking but I, I didn't really think anything of it but she had like a who I thought her da- was her dad with her and so I was like I didn't want to look too hard just because I was like ah oh, I don't want like this guy to think I'm hitting on his daughter which this is another thing I th- there's a lot of things like if I see somebody hot like I won't like I will purposely not give them time of day because I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm hitting on them. I was like completely like, okay, uh-huh. instead of having a normal interaction with them, I won't do that, but that's beside the point. I don't know why I do that. So um, I see, you know, the, the guy and the girl, um, 
I smiled at the girl, I nodded at the guy, like, how you doing? He's like, oh, doing just fine. How are you? Doing great. Continue. Go down the next aisle. I see him again, smile, kind of nod my head at him again. He's like, cool. And daughter or whatever, same thing. So then I, I'm checking out, and the daughter comes up to me, and I was like, oh, God, I don't want dad like come out and like, just sucker punch me. I'm like, great. It's perfect. And I was just like, hey, how's it going? I was like, it's going. How are you doing tonight? And he's like, oh, it was great. Hey, uh, um, so I had a friend around who I showed up with a picture and they think you're kind of cute. So I wonder if I can give you a phone number. I was like, uh, at this point, it's like probably. Like How'd one, she get the picture? Well, I'm getting to it. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, and cool. so I'm like, okay. Uh, so say, hey, it's kind of, she was like, sure. It's like, well, what's their name? They're like, it's Riley. It's like, Riley. First of all, I thought she said, because she's Southern, so I thought she said, she said, it sounded like Rowley. So like, Rowley. I was like, Rowley? I've never heard that name. Rowley. Riley? Okay. It's like, oh, that could be a girl's name, guy's name, whatever. Uh, it's interesting. It's like, it's kind of a guy's name or a girl's name. I don't know. Whatever. And I, so, I give him my phone number. I was like, well, what's this other person's phone number? And I was like, okay. So, I get home, and, um, at this point, I'm sleeping on a freaking air mattress. And... <laughs> I, I I roll over and it's like, hey, and I was like, hey, was like, hey, it's the guy from Walmart. I want to know if it was cool to talk. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was the guy who was wanted my phone number. That's oh, who it was, not man. the girl or one of her oh, friends. Yeah. It was her friend, not her dad. It was her oh, friend. Oh man, just a gay guy. Oh. Which again, I don't care. Like gay guy, like. Uh -huh. You can be gay, like more pussy for me. I don't care. That's um, such a compliment to you. Yeah, and I was like, but this is like a long string of like a quick sidebar. Until I shaved my head, I didn't realize how many times I would get hit on. Like once I shaved my head, I get hit on by guys more than I would have thought I would in my entire life. I don't know why. <laughs> Something about That's the right. shaved head, huh. I guess. Huh. I don't know. But Shave, maybe it's the shaved heads is weird. That I think so, and, and like maybe it's cause like when I because before I would have shaved my head, and I had a, I had a beard my like entire yeah. adult life, so whatever. But now like having a shaved face, especially having a mustache, I think, and having a bald head, it's game over. It, game over. Yeah, and especially I was like I was wearing like a tight shirt and like Sperry's in Walmart mm -hmm. in Shreveport. Like any black dude who's walking around Walmart. With that, like, oh, he's suspect right there. <laughs> anyone, <laughs> anyone, so like, you gotta be wearing some baggy pants or something. But anyways, so moral of the story: don't go to Walmart. <laughs> don't go to Walmart. Don't look nice at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> don't, look in nice. don't be nice. At so <laughs> I, but he, uh, so he was like hitting me up all the time. I was like, and eventually, I, uh, after a little bit, like I was trying to be nice, and eventually, I was like, hey, I don't like dudes. Like I told him straight, I was like, I'm not into guys. You know, I like girls. He's like, oh, it's cool. I can just be friends, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, fine. I just, I was like, this is not going to go anywhere. So yeah. mm -hmm. I just told him, I was like, I just stopped answering, but he would keep texting me. And he'd call me, text me, call me, and just wouldn't stop. And eventually, like, Damn. after, this is after, like, a month, I was like, he calls me, and, like, I'd ignore the call, and then he had a different phone number call, and, like, two minutes later, and I pick up the phone, and like, hey, it's uh, Riley. Do you, why, why don't you answer my calls? I'm like, Dude, I haven't answered your calls since the very first one. The first time you ever texted me is like, I never. He's like, I never called you. He's like, I know you text me. I got it. And like, he's like, well, if you don't want to talk, I'm talking. Like, I don't want you to talk to me. I don't want you to call me. I don't like you. I don't like guys. I'm good. You know, it's 
So like, it's aggressive. Wow. Yeah, and like, he, it but then, by then, him. Yeah, and then eventually, like a year later, he still is like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, Jeez. "What are you doing?" So like now, I have this respect for when like girls get hit. Yeah, they get a lot of shit. I can understand. Yeah, and like this happened. But then again, that's a creepy. That's so creepy version of it. Yeah, it is. But like that happened. Like how many times? Like I know guys who done that. Like oh, I just don't understand why she's not texting me back. I'm like. Nice. She doesn't like you, yeah. I get it. She's not yeah. Like you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say you shouldn't try. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> try. Try first. Yeah. She blows you off, then that's all. Yeah. 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 And you can maybe shoot your shot again. Like, yeah. yeah. Give it that's, that's the year of the shooter, man. Yeah. Shooter's got to take a shot. <laughs> maybe give it a second chance. Yeah. But, but you like, got to stop somewhere, you know. You, you got to do it in a respectable way and then no one to yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one last question, though. Oh, go for it. Why aren't you on Tinder Bumble or... Uh, I just think it's too superficial, to be honest with you, in, in both the physical and emotional aspect. Because mm-hmm. I think, um, I mean, people have found success like you guys have, you know. And I think there is success, but it's just too few it's and far between. Yeah. Yeah. That it's like, I've just noticed, like, of the few cases I've had where I've gone on dates and, like, has actually gone somewhere, at least. It's just been, like, it ended up where the girl didn't know what she wanted. And not that just her, I mean, me too, I guess. But I think that's just, like, so prominent in Tinder mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff that it's, like... It is a superficial thing. It's like, here, look at these pictures, and if you think they're superficially attractive, then you go out. And it's cliche. It's the nitty gritty kind of at first, but. Mm -hmm. As cliche it is to say, it's like they don't feel, you know, our generation or whatever doesn't feel like a attached to it you know what I mean yeah. so they could like ghost you or do it exactly yeah, yeah. Just, you don't put a lot of stock which is really fucked up not trying to be ghosted so, I've been ghosted before yeah. and I never I never thought I'd find my spouse uh, no. you know on yeah, on Tinder yeah. or anything like that but yeah no, no you never, but you never you, you never know never yeah it's you. true I should give it more chances you but never I don't know. know I've just been stung too many times yeah, yeah so. I, I just understand yeah that. I can get that I think I'm done with it uh, I don't know I've been I remember when Tinder first came out. Tinder came out when I was a senior in college, I think, or junior or senior. My friends were telling me about it. And essentially, like, when I first started out, it was pretty much for hookups, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was here, I was like, oh, that's Which, crazy. Uh, women ruined. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we can have a whole other discussion about that. <laughs> but the reason, I think the reason I'm, like, much like uh, Port, the reason I'm not on Tinder anymore is more so I just want to give my shot at, in actual interaction because like I'm not very like when it comes to texting people and stuff I can only go so far you know like I'm going to text you and like after you know about five or six exchanges I, I can't be clever over the phone anymore so mm-hmm. I need to like I, I need to be like in person oh for sure and like I just don't and also I didn't have a lot of luck like in mine I don't think here in mine I ever got a match where I went on a date um, wow. In Bumble, also, when I tried that, um, I never got, like, anything back. I think I maybe had, like, one conversation on Bumble. So I just never uh, – I it didn't work for me. So I was mm-hmm. like – I read, like, I've had more success, like, going on dates and, yeah. like, meeting mm-hmm. women yeah. just by straight up, like, talking to them out and about. And I figured, like, for mm-hmm. me, it works better just to – that, that's good. I'm glad to hear that too. Yeah. Because I hate for society to just end up with Tinder. Yeah. yeah. I, if it works, it works. Some people, some people, it works for them. But for me, I would say the uh, Tinder strategy though I've learned is just to go because you've already matched, so you, like you know you like each other and there's an interest yeah. there. As long as both parties are actually interested and committed to it, versus like, oh, let's just play a game of like how many matches I can get. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. fucking noise. Mm-hmm. But you should just go for the number or something quickly. 
to get off that, you know what I mean, and just yeah. go for a date. Move for it. Yes. That's yeah. the most success I've found. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's just like, hey, or something to start off with, and then like, can I get yeah. your number, or do you want to go on a date? So. Yeah, I did have some, like prior to being up here, yeah. I had some success with that. At least getting phone numbers, like up here I got phone numbers, like over there when I was using it, yeah. but it's just never panned out. Like, again, you gotta have that, that radius set to like 200. <laughs> so eventually, like you mix met, with somebody who's like in Fargo or something, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not going out there. Yeah, this place is very hard to, yeah. So. Uh, I, but obviously, you guys found success, so. Yeah. It's very good. That's some mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. Who would have thought? Who would have it? It's like Rihanna said, you found love in a crazy place, right? Yeah. Is that what she said? Uh, hopeless hope place. Hope, hopeless. Hope, found love in a hopeless right. place. That's, that might be, yeah. uh, what did you move up here for anyways? But uh, I was just graduating school and started my job at the hospital. Okay. Like, Within a week or so of you moving up here? A month, I think, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Were you, uh, I'd like to think that. Were you at Monarch State or were you somewhere else? I was in uh, University of Iowa. Okay. Yeah, so pretty big move. University of Iowa, Iowa really, like Hawkeyes. Yeah. What made so you... Do, do you, you know Kaylin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys like bond over there or nah? Yeah, yeah, um, she's from like that area, so... Okay. Mm-hmm. There's did you, did you guys know each other there? No, no. Okay, that would've been fucking insane. No yeah, no, way. I think uh, I think she's a little older, probably. Oh, that's true. Um, how what she, made you decide? How well, how did she meet Walken? Did they, she move to? So they have Louisiana? a good story. How they like? Did, was it's she very Walken esque how they did it. So. That's uh, did she move? Yeah, to that's probably his story to tell. Yeah, but yeah. in short, mm-hmm. she moved to. Shreveport because she was just looking for a job and she found something oh, relative, okay. relatively close mm-hmm. and they met through a mutual M- MWR event okay. and then they started talking and stuff okay. so, uh-huh. yeah. but how did you decide on Minot though? you're just looking um, same thing you're looking in the, around the local area if you will actually I had dated someone up here the long distance relationship that I was talking about earlier uh, okay. he had been a nursing student up here so I ah. came to see him in like 2011 in around Christmas time. So I was here like when it was the coldest and it didn't bother me. It was a small town. I'm from a small town in Iowa and I'm, it's kind of hard to find a job for what I do in a small town. So I was like, oh, it's not that far. And because no one wants to come up here, my salary is a bigger range up here than it would be anywhere else. Okay. So uh, that's the other reason. So coming out of school, a lot of student debt, it just made sense. <laughs> Like I say, I found a lot of people who are non-military moving here, like, not, not, like, for your aspect, I get it, because of a relationship or something, but, like, for just random reasons, and I'm like, how the fuck is this town <laughs> attracting people? Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's got to be the salary. If, if I guess, else. yeah. Well, it, some of it's oil and stuff. And Yeah, I feel like if you talk to anyone, like, from your hometown, too, or at least in my case, if you, you know, I say I live in Minot or whatever... They have, they know people in Minot, or like they yeah. have close relatives. I know, it's all crazy. Relations yeah. in Minot. It's so strange. I mean, I guess it's a big town in North Dakota, relatively, right? So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's one of their, I mean, they have a state fairground, but then also it's fourth, in the middle of the state. Is it the fourth biggest? Probably, yeah. Bismarck, I mean, Fargo, Bismarck, Grand Fargo, Grand Forks. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're at least on the map. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's. Fargo and then Grand Forks, yeah, I think. It's very strange. Yeah. I, I never like, would have predicted like I would move up here. I like, didn't think I would. Uh, one of my, I wouldn't call her my childhood friend, but like my sis, one of my sister's childhood friends who lived in my neighborhood, her dad married a lady from here. Really? Yeah. 
So like she randomly showed up here. I was like, what the heck are you doing here? He's like, oh, my dad's, uh, my stepmom lives here or was from here. I was like, what? That's crazy. Hmm. And yeah. Baller's aunt or something lives here. Do you know really? that? Really? Yeah. Does he hang out with her at all? No, I think he just uses and abuses her to take care of his cats. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's so fucking random, man. What's going on around here? It's the magic know. city, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a family member here, I would be over there all the time. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm bored. Like, I think it's like a distant, like you know, kind okay. of aunt of a whatever, you know, kind of not immediate or anybody any stretch of the imagination. But at least you have somewhere to like go to Thanksgiving every yeah. year or a contact. Yeah, that's non-military. So yeah. yeah, it's crazy when you meet people out like. My dad uh, took our family to uh, Niagara Falls when I was a kid growing up. We go to a McDonald's in Buffalo to get lunch, or maybe it was Subway, something like that. And he runs into a guy from work that he's friends with that was also taking his family to Niagara Falls. They didn't tell each other <laughs> that they were doing it. You know, They didn't know that they, they were going to be on vacation at the same place or anything. And they both walked into the same subway at the same time. Actually, two of my friends, one in of, New York, and we lived, we grew up in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. So one of my friends was stationed here, and one of my good friends from the East Coast. They both were in Virginia randomly going to a uh, some almost like a kind of I don't know, just like a land or a wine uh, vineyard or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they just both happened to run into each other in the same day in the same place. And they're like from two different places. They knew. I mean, they obviously knew each other, mm -hmm. but like just random, like coincidence, like luck of the draw, kind of thing. Crazy, mm -hmm. crazy shit. I was in Heathrow Airport, actually going to Kenya, um, in London, and uh, I had a friend from college pass me by, going somewhere. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. You're like, it makes you like, wait, what are you? I was like, I know that. It is so strange because you're not looking for faces in those kinds of crowds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you so. chase them down? Like, hey, or? Yeah, I mean, I saw their Drake. T-shirt, you know where I went to. Oh, you went to Drake. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, um, I was, then I saw the face and I was like, oh yeah, duh. So. Mm. Nice. I, we said hi. Yeah. It was strange. All Good right. shit. Well. Yeah. Is that all we got for the, I think so, the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. We can continue the conversation afterwards, uh, but that's all we got for this one. Even this, <laughs> this is this is gonna be a long part two. We I might just have to split it up and <laughs> I'll call it part three. And Maybe then, part three. Or whatever. Yeah. So. All right. Well, well thanks, guys. yeah, thanks yeah, for having us on. Yeah, it was great. It was a good pleasure. Uh, yeah, you guys got a knack for it. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I don't know about that, but. All right. See ya. Later. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.